I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Guys, thank you for joining me. If you're on YouTube or if you're on the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Guys, today I have been not busy at all. <laughs> the weather here is unseasonably warm. Uh, it's rainy. It's just, there's nothing really to do outside or inside. Well, there is things to do inside, and that's what we're going to go get into today. Um, it's past the new year now. It's January 4th when I'm recording this. And so there are things to get ready in your business for this upcoming spring. And so we need to be preparing for this stuff and getting our house in order for when April comes or whenever your season starts. Maybe you're down in, in Florida or whatever and your season never stops. That's fine. But this is still stuff that you have to think about now so that you can get your business into a healthy spot. So without any further ado, let's jump into the podcast show notes and then we will be right back. As a lawn care provider, do you want to make a year-round income? Are you worried at the end of the lawn care season because you don't know how you're going to make it through the winter? Then you need to check out the 12-month contract from the Mowing in the Dark podcast. This is the same contract that Aaron uses to grow his lawn care business. This 100% editable 12-month contract template is available for only $5.99. The contract has rock-solid terms and conditions, so you are protected from all kinds of liability in lawn maintenance and snow removal. Get your 12-month contract at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com today. Let's jump into it. The first thing that comes to mind when I think about getting ready for the spring is getting my spring renewal letters together. All right. So this isn't a really super hard task, but it is something that needs to be done. If you're not doing it, if you're not sending out a letter in the spring to all your clients saying, Hey, we might have some changes going on here, whether, whether it's, you know, just updating on how the last season went, where your business stands, because I find that people like to know that. They like to hear that. They like to hear if you struggled last year. They like to hear if you had a banner year last year. They like to hear how your business is doing because they're supporting you. These people, these clients, they're supporting you. So you have to let them know, clue them in on how your business is doing. That goes a long way to helping the client feel secure throughout the year. It makes helps them feel like you're not going anywhere. All right. So I did this yesterday. I got my snow, my, not my snow, my spring renewal letters ready. And for me, I put in there that we, we struggled last year. My business, me not we, but me, struggled last year, especially in the financial area. We lost a lot of money last year over what we did the year before. And so it, it's 
very important that you communicate some of this stuff. Now, you don't have to get specific. You don't have to go into numbers. Don't do that. But by, by all means, let them know that, hey, last year was a real struggle for you, and this is what we're doing to fix it. And for me, what I have to do to fix it, and I've talked about it here on the podcast before, is I've got to raise my prices. And it, hurt, it hurts me to raise my prices. I don't like raising my prices, but I have to do it. I have to. Over the last, I think last year I raised them, and I think the year before I raised them as well, just 10%. I've got to go up another 20% this year because last year I lost more than 20% from what I did the year before. And so I have to bring that money up. I'm losing money if I don't. You see what I'm saying? Because everything costs more. Every single thing in our lives is costing more. So it doesn't matter if in your household, you know, you have maybe you have two incomes. Maybe your wife works and you work and you you still have to buy food. You have to kind of factor that into your business numbers. You have to factor that in. Well, food went up, so I need a raise. As the business owner, I need a raise. And maybe maybe you have employees. Hey, maybe my employees need a raise. So you're going to have to charge more or get more clients, which means you're going to have to hire more people probably, which means you're going to have to get a new truck probably, which means you're going to have to get a new lawn care setup probably. And it just keeps snowballing. You have to raise the prices. It is so vitally important for the health of your business. Now, if if you come across a year and you don't need to raise your prices, don't do it. Don't do it. But I don't see a, a good situation where you don't raise your prices a little bit every year because inflation is a real thing. And we're really experiencing it this year. Like it's, it's, it's very visible between last year and this year, very visible because gas prices hit an all time high last summer. And then all the food prices went up. Everything went up. The gas prices came down, but nothing else came down. No other prices came down. Everything else is costing more. Vehicles are costing more. Equipment is costing more. Every little thing we buy is costing us more money. So we have to raise our prices in order to stay profitable over the long run. And yes, it sucks. It, it makes you feel bad inside. I get it. Because at least for me as a solo operator, because I feel for my clients, I feel that, that hurt in their pocketbook. Because it would hurt me if someone raises the price on me. It hurts my pocketbook. And so I understand that. I understand that raising the prices on someone, especially who's on a fixed income, that is tough and that's hard. And it makes me feel bad as a business owner. But I don't have another choice. I don't have another option. Even if you bring on more clients, it's costing you more money to bring on more clients. So you have to anyway, raise the price. You have to, there's no easy solution to fix the problem of inflation. 
on your business. It's There's no easy solution. You have to raise the price. And I know some people are going to say that 20%, inflation's not 20%. If you calculate it with the old calculation, it's more like 20 to 30%, but I mean, 25 to 30%. However, however, even, even beside that, all right, I have to calculate for the money I lost yet last year, plus the increase and the, the, the inevitability that prices are going to go up again this year. And we're coming up, we're, we're in it in a recession. So things are costing more. It, it's just, it has to happen. It has to happen. And I, I get it. Some people don't understand that. And I'm sorry that they don't. Maybe some of your clients won't understand that. It is what it is. You're going to have to try and explain that I'm sorry, but this is what I have to do. According to my numbers, I have to raise my prices. I'm not making enough money. Now for me, like I don't pay myself like a, a paycheck that is huge. Okay. I don't. It's very minimal. Yes, my business pays for my truck. My business pays for my cell phones. My business pays for Amazon Prime because my business is the majority uh, buyer on Amazon for for our household. And so it, it, it pays for that free shipping. So so it, I can do that. But it's 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 coming to a point where you're just going to have to explain. I don't know. I for, I lost where I was at there, but you're going to have to explain to your clients that you've got to raise your price in order to make it in this business. So it just is what it is. We're all facing it. Every single one of us. I know where I was going with that. So uh, my paycheck, uh, because I pay for those other things, I pay myself less. But I, I calculate it as if those things that I'm paying for are built into my into my paycheck. Because as the business owner, I have those perks. And so I pay myself less. I pay less taxes that way. And, and that's just part of owning a business. You know, if you're listening to this and you don't own a business, this is why some people own a business is because you get perks like this. Your business can pay for your cell phones. It can pay for some things like Amazon Prime. It can pay for some vehicles. It can do that because you're, you're a business. It can be under that business umbrella. There's ways you can work this so that your business can pay for things. And But on the same turn, you have to be able to pay yourself a reasonable salary. So, because for the tax code. And so it, it's very important that you know what you're doing here. If you don't know what you're doing, you got to find some sort of bookkeeper, CPA, somebody. All right. I rec really recommend finding someone local that works with businesses like yours, whether it's landscaping, lawn care, pressure washing, whatever. Find somebody that works with businesses like you. Now, I found a guy close to me he does very well. Um, he, and he works with all different kinds of businesses. He, he went to uh, Michigan state university for accounting. He's very smart, very helpful. And it, it works out for me to do it that way. Now he just does my taxes. 
He just does my taxes, okay? But while we're doing the taxes, I can ask him some questions. I can pick his brain a little bit and, and get some info and put two and two together and, and realize that I, I, I can figure that out after I get that two and two together. You see what I'm saying? Some of you, maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe you don't want to bother with that. So then you need to hire a CPA firm, somebody like, um, oh, who is it? The landscaping bookkeeper or whatever, whoever Paul Jameson um, recommends or is partnered with or whatever. Um, I've looked into them. They sound really great. Uh, I don't personally use them, but they sound great. Megan and Joey, I think is their names. Uh, so look into them. Go over, listen to Paul Jamison's podcast. If you don't, um, I'm sure you can find out information there about those guys that do bookkeeping just for landscapers. And so it, that could be a really good, profitable way for you to go. For me, because I have a very, very small business, I don't really need to do that. I can do my books on my own and I can get the information that I need from the person who is a CPA that does my taxes. And that's how it works out for me. It might not work out that way for you and you need to do what's best for you in your business. You have to figure that out. No one can tell you what is best for you to do in your business. You have to figure it out. You have to think rationally about it. And so that brings me to another point here. You got to exercise that brain. I mentioned this in the last podcast. You've got to get into books. You've got to exercise your brain. It is so important to get that thing working. We can't just expect our brain to work on full function when we all we do is listen to music and we watch TV when we get home from work. So we listen to music all day when we're out on the mowers, and then we come home and we veg out and watch TV. We cannot expect our brains to be performing at a high level unless we are stressing them and taxing them. All right? We just can't. So you have to get your brain working. All right? Now, beside that, another thing that you need to be looking at with your spring renewal letters is when you send them out. It might be different for everybody. I know that for me, I have had years where I sent them out on January 1st, and I figured out that that was too early. That was just too early. People forgot about it. So then what I did is I started sending them out on February 1st, and that works a little bit better Sometimes I've also gotten them out in the middle of February and that worked pretty good too. You don't want to give too much time between the point where you send them out and the point where you need to hear back from your clients. All right. So what am I saying? Hear back from your clients. All right. So what I do is I send out a little survey. I got this from Brian's Lawn Maintenance. So what he does, I don't know if he still does it, but I think he probably does, is he has this form with the services that he performs on it. And then he, he has boxes with the years. So he's got 2022 and then next to it, he's got 2023. There's two lines of check boxes. And so he will check off the services that that person used in 2022. And then he sends that out with the spring renewal letter. And then you, you ask the client to send that back to you after they have checked off the services they want to use this year. 
in there, you, you can do all kinds of things. You can put anything in there that you do. Okay. Keep it simple. That's what you want to do. You also want to have at the top a space where they can at least write their name so you know who's the, who's who when they're writing back. But I have a whole thing, and Brian, I got this from Brian again, where they can confirm their address and things like that if they've moved or whatever. Now, most people, they haven't moved. Sometimes the billing address has changed, and they, they update that. But very few and far between. All right, now I have to say, with paper copies... I very rarely get more than a 2% return rate on those paper copies from existing clients. Why? I don't know. Probably because they just forget about it. So this is what I've gone to doing. I took the form that I use that I got from Brian. Now, I didn't get it from him. I created it from what he had on a video. I pay attention and I watch and I look and I pause and I, I copy. Now, I don't copy word for word. I use my own words. But that that kind of design and template, I really liked that. I thought it worked well. And so I used that template. But I used my own language, my own words. So what I did with that is I decided, hey, there's this thing called SurveyMonkey. I'm just going to create a survey and send this thing out electronically. And so that's what I've been doing the last three years. And it works amazing. I get a 100% return rate. Why? Number one, it only takes 15 seconds to complete the survey. 15 seconds. That's all it takes. And all I need to know is if they want that service again. So what they do is I send the thing out, the survey out, and it asks, do you want uh, lawn mowing this year? Yes or no? Do you want shrub trimming this year? Yes or no? Do you want blah, 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 blah? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? All the way through. And it, it, it calculates their responses. I can put them in a spreadsheet that I made. And I have that. It works really, really well. So if you use something like that form that I'm talking about, where they check off a box or whatever to renew what they want, I would really encourage you to try SurveyMonkey and create a survey and send it out that way because it is wonderful. It really is. Now, you are limited. I believe you're limited to 50 responses So before you have to pay. All right. So if you have to pay a little bit of money, I'm sure it's fine. It's probably not that much. So that that is where I would encourage you to go to do this. And it, it works so well for me, guys. I cannot express to you how well it works and what peace of mind it gives me when I'm going into spring because I know who is coming back and who's not. And that is what it's all about is having that peace of mind and knowing who you've got to build because I do prepay billing. Now I'm switching that up a little bit this year. I'm, I'm doing um, post work billing for anyone who has a card on file this year. So I'm going to be switching that up, but anyone who has is still wants a paper invoice and wants to send a check. I still have some of those. They're older, but they pay on time. They're still going to be prepay. And so I need to know who's coming back so that I can get those invoices out on March 1st for April. Now, 
April, we only work half the month in April, so it's it's a small invoice, but it's still an invoice, and it's got to be sent out, and that's prepay billing. I send it out a month in advance, and it works awesome. So these are all things, as you're getting ready for, for spring, you've got to think about. It's time to think about these things now while you've got some free time, and you can you can think about it and bill it out. You can build out what you need to build out. Make your business stronger in this off season when you don't have a ton of stuff going on. Work on the business. Get it stronger. Make it stronger. Build a budget. Build a budget. That's the next thing is build a budget for your company. How do you do that? Well, you take the income statement from your business from last year. And basically what I do is I just put it, I punch in the numbers, I created a spreadsheet, I punch in the numbers, and then I estimate how much I'm going to spend in each category this year compared to last year. And you can compare the inflation rate and things like that, and whether you're going to bring on new customers or whether you're going to let some go. And you can factor in, kind of build that budget and see, just get a quick snapshot of what you're projected to make next year. And that is helpful because with bills and things, you can mark out all the bills. You can see what you're going to pay for, for in debt. You can pay for, you can see what you're going to pay in different things. And that way, you know exactly what your expenses are going to be for some of those things. You don't know exactly what gas is going to cost and things like that. But some of these things are hard and fast and you know what they're going to cost. So you can build that budget and get a good idea of how much you're going to make and how much you're going to have to spend. And that way you can determine how much you can pay yourself or how much you can pay your employees or, or what you can do to, to work with the numbers. It's so important to get those numbers down on paper, split out so that you can see where everything's going. And so that you get a big overview picture of how how you can move your money around, how you can do different things. That's how companies do it. So if you're not making a budget, you've got to start this year. This is a great year to do it because I'm sorry, but some of you, if you don't have a budget and don't know where your money's going, you're going to be hurting this year because prices are going to go up. Prices of everything are going to go up again because of inflation. And so it's got You've got to know where every single cent is going. That's why we encourage you, every single one of us that have a podcast, we encourage you to have a CRM, a customer relations management software that can help you with keeping track of your money, that can help keep you help you keep track of your clients and communication with clients. For me, I use a software called Wave Apps just for my money side. All right. That's for just for the financial side. Every payment that comes in goes into that software. Every expense that comes out goes, goes into that software. So I know at the end of the year what I've got and I can just take this form. I don't have to bring all my receipts. I don't have to bring all my bills to the, the accountant and say, here you go. Just push them all across the, the thing and say, here you go. This is what what you can work with. No, I bring my profit and loss statement or my income statement. I say, here you go. 
I've been through it, fine tooth comb, everything that I can possibly find as far as an expense is on that form. It's all there and it's categorized. So if you don't want to spend the money on QuickBooks, you can do Wave apps like I do, or you can spend the money and get QuickBooks. Wave apps is free. It costs no money. You can go online, Google it, waveapps.com. I personally like it. You may not like it. Fine, go with QuickBooks. It's fine. Their price keeps going up though. So and Wave Apps, they're they don't they don't charge for it for it. It's free just for the financial side. So I would encourage you to check it out. Why not? It's free. What do you have to lose? Nothing. And it's actually really quite good. I've I've asked my accountant if he thinks that I should switch to QuickBooks because you know it maybe he likes QuickBooks better maybe maybe I'm missing some things he said no it looks like everything's here looks like you've got everything here I would stick with this wave apps thing and so I do and it still works great so I, I would really encourage you guys if you're taking care of your books by yourself that's the way to go is something like wave apps wave apps or QuickBooks now I don't I'm not sponsored by wave apps I don't have an affiliate link. I wish I did, but I don't because it's free. So I would really encourage you to check it out. If you don't have something else, if you're just using pen and paper, I would incur or just a spreadsheet. I would really encourage you to check out wave apps. It is very, very good. You can also take credit cards through it. You can do invoicing through it. So it, it's worth checking out. Now, for a CRM, I personally use Yardbook. Um, Yardbook, I keep all my clients in there. You can, if you use the paid version, you can send out mass emails and mass text message messages. So if you've got a rain delay or any kind of delay, you can communicate easily with with one text to all your clients. It works really well for that. Um, and that's basically all I use the paid version for is that ability. And so I use it because I need it. I communicate and my clients really like that. So, uh, and then for Yardbook, you also have the routing and things like that, which is also really good. There's a ton of other softwares out there for that are like Yardbook. You can check them all out. Just Google it. All right. So guys, those are the, the things that I would recommend that you really focus on this year. Now, as we're going into spring, do not forget about the 12-month contract that I have available here at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com. It is really awesome. The reason it's called a 12-month contract is because you can add all your services on this contract, split them up, add them all together, then split it up into 12 equal monthly payments. You're not losing any money, but it feels like a discount to your clients because it's spread out over 12 months rather than eight months or nine months or 10 months. And so it feels like a discount. And so you can it's completely editable. You can add your logo. You can add all your information in there. In fact, for those of you on the video this is what it looks like here. This is just the unedited version, but 
this is the terms and conditions, a whole page of terms and conditions. So this is a two-page contract because I couldn't fit it all on one page. This is all editable. You can add, you can subtract, you can do whatever you need to do to this thing. And it really works well. All right, so if you guys want to want to see that contract, go to mowingindedarkpodcast.com. It's only $5.99. I really encourage you to get it. Some people have already purchased this. They like it a lot. I think it's going to really work well for them in their business. You get that 12 months of income, which is amazing. I use this in my business. I have about 10 clients on this contract right now. It's amazing. All right. It is amazing to have that money coming in all year round, whether you're doing the work or not that particular month. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.